But it is what is up. What is good, gamers? This is Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. Uh, that purple bling bling, yo. Happy holidays, bling bling, yo, yo. Mm. <laughs> and your auditory canals are tuned into episode 189, the Gaming Vessels podcast. And as usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, I got my partners in crime first on deck. It's Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res hater, a.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. that gamer step daddy. What's going on, man? Hey, not much. Just happy to be here, as always, uh, talking to you folks and um, talking about, you know, these things that we love. Uh, video games. Um, want to say, you know, happy holidays, like Joe was saying, and uh, you know, you know, hope you all had a. For those who observe, hope you all had a fantastic Thanksgiving. I know mine was was pretty good. Uh, did a lot of did a lot of stops, <laughs> ate a lot of food. So, <laughs> so but I'm happy to be home, and and I've almost survived. Uh, you know, being haven't eaten everything in sight. So, yay. <laughs> yeah. And of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise known as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, dude? Not much. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone out there. Uh, Or, you know, obviously, after Happy Thanksgiving, you know, we had a good holiday season. And all that business, you know. Uh, Happy, I hope you had a good Black Friday. Hope you had a good uh, Cyber Monday coming up. So, <laughs> on that, you know, I'm just trying to slow my roll a bit. Uh, you know, I think I'm satiated. You know, you, you know, everyone else's like Thanksgiving feast is like turkey, you know, mashed potatoes, stuffing. Mine is like, you know, Walmart, GameStop, you know, <laughs> Amazon. So, that, that's my Thanksgiving feast right there. So, mm-hmm. you know it. Mm. So. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on to what is always our first topic on our docket, that being the playlist. All right, Jabroni Chief, why don't you kick things off? What you been playing? A little mishmash of some different stuff and some new stuff from the prior episode on here. Of course, No Man's Sky is still in my rotation. Still dabbling on there, you know. Uh, there is a news story out that they bring back expeditions, which I'm going to start uh, probably tomorrow or tonight, I should say. On here, uh, I know Des, you already started your um, expedition last night, right? Yes, yeah. The expedition uh, was the uh, the expedition that I that I'm doing is the. I don't think you have a choice, but it's the um, the the pet one. So you have to. It teaches you how to go and get pets and. And take care of pets and do stuff with pets. So, so I mean, it looks like it's going to be fun. So that's good for me because I haven't really messed with the pet system at all. So, so uh, but there, this is a rerun of a prior expedition. So this yeah. is the uh, exobiology expedition, which is running yeah. until December eighth, and then uh, the next one is blighted on December eighth, and then around Christmas there's going to be Leviathan. 
and then last but not least Polestar uh, from January 5th all the way up till January 18th so kind of cool you know if you're in the no man's sky definitely uh, check that out you know and if you're in the no man's sky guess what you, you can play with us too you know uh, I know mentioning this uh, to different folks I know Alfred uh, downloaded it uh, a GHR radio host from uh, Xbox Games Pass so and it is a uh, multi-platform if needed on there you can play with other people on other platforms on that so keep that in mind it's still going to be a go-to go-to game for me you know it's like if i need something to play that's relaxing i guess well i'm gonna play some no man's sky so as far as uh throughout the week i picked up and i started pokemon violet on here and you know this is the latest game in the pokemon series that's kind of gotten a little bit of a uh, uh kind of a bad word as far as its performance and everything and, and you know given the fact of its perform performance woes i noticed a little bit of slowdown a little hitching but uh, nothing too crazy i'm still in the beginning area i did pick my uh starter on here i picked the duck which <laughs> I get, get the name <laughs> Oh, that duck is hilarious. Yep. Looking like Donald Duck with a big old... Um... Have you seen his, Have you seen the duck's evolutions? No, I have not seen the duck's evolutions. So. You're in for a treat, my friend. You're in for a treat. Got it. So I know the... Um, that's uh, what... Quaxley is the name yeah, of that you are. Yeah, you are in for a treat. And I know Fukoko is being um, accused of being OP'd, I guess, a little bit, so... Like game breaking OP uh, with his evolution, so the cat. No, the uh, kind of dino oh, looking one. Oh, the one that looks like you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> good grief! What it does is not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just, it's just like he, he's got little Joeisms, you know. Uh, he's very happy with a slice of cheese on his belly. It's like. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, that's just like, I don't even know where that came from. I don't know where it came from either. <laughs> but it's not, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Please continue, sir. I'm sorry. That's, that's all good. No, I'm at the beginning area, so I basically just opening up. I get the, no, it's my first day of school at the new academy I'm attending, and I'm getting to learn how to pick up pokeballs in the throw and catch pokemans uh, in the wild have you, uh, have you have you experienced any glitches or anything yet no nothing yet nothing as okay. bad as i've seen on the internet or anything like that i got no some slowdown of course yeah you know, at the beginning i was curious why i wasn't able to run but all the, all of a sudden i was given the ability to run on there so and as far as the gameplay itself it's still your usual you know turn-based menu for you know uh different uh, power types if need be and there. I'm kind of curious because I know I read that you can uh, do multiplayer with people and, and yes. you go on expeditions together. Mm -hmm. So if anyone, any listeners out there might own the game or, you know, going to pick up the game at some point on here. I know, Des, I know you're waiting because of all the performance woes, but... Uh... Uh, that and that and I think there's just a couple other things that I want to take care of uh, first uh, before I pick it up. So um, I, I most likely will be picking it up uh, sooner than later. I just know that it, it it really, like it really had some some issues. And again, 
you know, people are going to be people. So by that, I mean, they're going to show, you know, the worst things they possibly can show in order to get in order to get clicks and views and stuff. So. Yeah. So is it that bad? I don't know. I know that it sold what ten million units. So so it's it's. I don't think it has any chance of stopping or slowing. So no, I mean yeah. it's just like Sword and Shield, where you know there was some issues at the beginning, but they patched them in at a later exactly. point on there. So I know some people out there, especially collectors, they just love when Nintendo comes out and brings out the. Um, cartridge with the uh, dlc that's already baked into the cartridge because they know that the final version of the game's on the cart and i'm not that fervent about that oh you know well i think i honestly think it's going to be fine you know so i was actually thinking about picking it up sooner because i could so i could play with you and hang out and 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 do that so but we'll see I'll see how much I actually, you know, get back to it. You know, it's just really hard sometimes because I got 10 million games to, you know, choose from here, whether I get sidetracked or whatnot, you know, or get stuck on one title. Yeah. But it's supposed to be really good, though. Like it like when it when it when it when it plays and when it's going, it's supposed to be really good. So that's why it's just like, you know, maybe I just, you know, bite the bullet and just buy it and be done with it because, you know, it just looks like it's going to be a good like a good game so yeah uh, there's I'm one to person that beat the game already on my twitter feed that mentioned that they cried when they got to the ending of the game i guess so well that's a lot i don't know if i'm gonna cry but oh i know i don't know mm. if i'll cry either. cried over a pokemon game yeah i don't, yeah. don't really that's gonna happen for me is that is, is are, are pokemon games known for their uh emotional storylines i'm I'm, no. I'm not joking i'm asking seriously no i i've never had one but there's three different storylines that you can go through so which i think is kind of cool so so there's three different uh paths you can do so it's actually technically it's three games in one um that you can do so and you can take any gym any any uh any order you want um although there is a like you can go anywhere you want which is great. You know, on the on the original ones, it was like you had to stick to a certain route and you couldn't go to another route until you got a specific Pokemon and all this other stuff. But no, supposedly in this one, you just kind of you can take it at, at your leisure and and go wherever you want and you can do any of the of the quests that you want to start with. So on that aspect, I'm really kind of happy about it because I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I can actually just, you know, go and do what I want and not have to be, you know, stuck anywhere, you know. Uh, which seems like it's going to be kind of fun. Yeah, well, the the person I follow on Twitter, I mean, they're you know they had previous like production on the Trails series and stuff. They worked for Exceed or used to work for Exceed, so on there. So that uh, I know they were just you know I guess this is the first Pokemon game they beat, and I guess there's something that happens with the storyline that just uh, hit them in that in that funny bone, you know. The, so. Not the funny bones, him in the feels, Joe. In, in the, the feels, field. there you go. They don't feel a certain certain type of way. Yeah. You know, I saw one other tweet that kind of put everything in perspective too about the performance woes, but you can't consider Game Freak as being quote unquote a lazy dev because of the fact that they are busting out two different versions of this game plus uh, Pokemon legends arceus all in one year and trying to you know get them all out and get them 
ship shape and uh, change change a lot of the secret sauce and the the way the game plays too so you know, it's kind of you know, even though nintendo has them with a set um i'm assuming a set release date that just they have to hit that date no matter what you can't you can't fault them for not being somewhat ambitious you know so i think i think it's going to be fine you know and they're going to patch it i mean it's it's no worse than um uh whatchamacallit that one game sorry i forget the name of cyberpunk (laughs) yeah so i mean it can't be any worse than cyberpunk so cyberpunk was like it was only half baked at least this one you know runs so so i mean having said all that and and knowing what people are are thinking about the game i probably wound up picking up sooner than later so sounds good uh, another game I've been playing, I got as a free, um, you know, bonus for buying the Atari 50 collection, but I uh, started playing Gravatar Recharge, which I don't know if you've been paying attention to Atari, but they're bringing out a bunch of uh, these uh, kind of uh, riffs on, um, you know, old Atari Arcade and 2600 games, uh, and the one I've been playing is Gravatar Recharged, and uh I haven't played that much Gravatar back in the day. I remember playing in the arcade like you know, a couple of times, but then nothing that really got me, you know, super stoked. And all all of a sudden, I know the Cosmic Empire video pinball arcade that I played it at. Uh, I didn't see it there um, again when I frequent the arcade. It wasn't at my usual spots when I was a kid, like at Chuck E. Cheese, you know, whatnot. So, uh, but I actually kind of enjoyed playing around with it the whole gist is that there is a gravity component so you got gravity weighing you down you have to use your thrusters obviously to uh you know keep your uh wits about you kind of has the asteroid slash star castle feel but uh, there's like uh planets that you basically uh boost towards and then you have to go in and on these particular planets you know uh activate a couple of beacons like three beacons and or you know destroy so many ships or go steal secrets so there's little like components on each planet that you land on that kind of get you into the set path that you need to do and it just has that good old school try it again one more time arcadey feel but at the same time i love games like this i love like if i don't know if either of you two played solar jetman on the um, nes back in the day solar jet man don't think um, so yeah no I've it's, never a, heard it's of a it. it's a rare game uh that came out but it has the same like uh a component of taking a ship through uh using a lot of thrusters and there's gravity and you're having the thrust to you know obviously avoid hitting the ground and, and breaking off your ship on there kind of reminds me of that one pixel junk game uh which is pixel junk um shooter everyday shooter pixel junk shooter yeah pixel junk shooter yeah pixel junk shooter is the same same aspect where you're going through those tunnels and you're having to you know pick up those uh uh, survivors in there kind of has the same uh, in a way gravitar's gameplay is kind of like that but a little bit harder because i know in pixel junk shooter if you hit the wall cave wall you're not destroying your ship basically gravitar is that you hit, uh, hit the wall once you knock down your shield you hit the wall twice your ship blows up and so (laughs) kind of it's kind of kind of hard in that especially uh because some of the levels that plants you go on you have to go and kind of go through these catacombs and and be very 
careful when you're going around um, to make sure you're not bumping and destroying your ship. So, you know, but I feel like it does justice to the original, you know, and this is a game that I never bought the home port because uh, by the time the home port came out, I think it was a, a Atari newsletter exclusive. And I don't think I had the scratch as when I was 12 years old to buy every game I wanted. Yeah, so <laughs> as much as I wanted to, uh, I did not pick this up back in the day for the 2600. So kind of good to go back now, you know, it's kind of funny. I've been playing with this, but I haven't even loaded up Atari 50 yet, even though I have installed. So, you know, we'll probably get back to that at some point to check that out. So um, also another game I played, which, you know, I was discussing with you guys online a bit, but uh, that good old game that we, uh, you know, kind of poo-pooed and uh, talked shit on uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. I, you know, in a whim, decided to install it. I actually own the game for PlayStation. It's not just the Games Pass download on, on a whim or anything like that. I actually bought the damn game because it came with a steelbook. You know, so. Mm. Mm. And so mm. I, I've been on the fence so much to say, okay, I'm going I'm to keep the steelbook and trade this wonderful game in the GameStop. And this game trades in the GameStop with Boost. $4.40. So it's like, okay. And I said, oh, screw this. You know, it's like, you know, this game has to be worth more in value than $4.40. So I kind of uh, get loaded it up. I checked out the uh, first mission. I played a couple of characters. I played as Dritz Durin. Am I pronouncing that properly, Desmond? I know you know the character probably, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I, I I don't know, Jordan, Dritz, 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 Dwarden. I don't know. Oh, I'm gonna boil it down. Okay, I played as the ranger and the barbarian. There's a barbarian there called go. Wolfgar yeah. on here. So, but the Dritz, uh, you know, what's what's cool about the game is that the all the con all the combat is in the triggers. So you basically are using like uh, R1 to do light attacks, R2 to do heavy, and uh, then you're using the uh, L1 to do uh, both a block and a, um, you know, a melee uh, reversal on there if you time it right on there. It's kind of basic. Uh, the loot is pretty much generic. You know, you only get the loot at the end, end after you beat the boss. And there's Oh, I know you hate that too, don't you? You know, I did a couple solo runs with those two characters and not playing online uh, with others. I basically only got one treasure at the end because of what I was doing on there and then of course you have an option there's like breaks within the level like three separate times that you're able to either you know be able to you know basically camp and, and reset the amount of potions you have and reset your life and all that but the whole component is to make sure that you don't camp and that you're boosting up your rarity of the treasure that's involved so yeah so you know, I'm going to keep plugging away at it. I, I think it's a decent time. I don't think it's like a life beater. I think Grim Dawn, Diablo 3 uh, are way better in execution, but this is almost like a kind of a lighter uh, arcade adventure type of a game where it's not so based into the loot grind. You know, you do get loot, but it's nothing to where, you know, you get showers of, of treasure if need be. I know... Both you consider me as being cray cray for even taking the time to even play it, but 
no, I think it's great that you're, you know, taking the time. I, I, your, your two favorite words, my friend, value wow. and you. So, so if you're able to, you know, extract any semblance of value from a game, I, I think it's fantastic. You know, and I know you mentioned Des, and I applaud you for it. If you want to try it out on Games Pass, I believe it's still on Games Pass. So who knows? You know, yeah, we'll fire it up on there. So. Also been playing, um, we've uh, for game night, uh, Eric Bouchard, good old AZ Rockslide, and also Surgeon Fire um, on there, aka Jason. We uh, fired up and played a round of Alien Fire Team Elite on there. So, um, you know, of course, Eric playing uh, on, uh, I think, PC, and then um, Jason actually playing on xbox so we, we kind of got a game going with uh, me playing on playstation so it's kind of cool on there played the game for the first time in like about mm, i'd say 15 16 months i wasn't with your playstation the week prior kev so i didn't uh, partake but uh enjoy what i played and i know john bt picked up uh, the game for 10 bucks it was on sale during this wonderful you know thanksgiving black friday period at GameStop for that price, so we're probably looking to diving into that a little bit more on that. So I'm kind of looking forward to it as well. It kind of took me a minute to get my bearings and to see what. Oh wow, I got this character class all still leveled up and kind of oped for the level, but I didn't mind at all. I might decide to try to do a new playthrough or start fresh. That way, I have an idea as far as the evolution of the weapons I have and kind of see what the different character classes are in that game but it should be a good good old time and last but not least i have finally uh, fired up dragon quest 11 s for the uh, playstation 4 slash 5 on there you know i played quite a bit on the xbox i can't get my save from that version over to this version but i just rather play on playstation so you know i started a new game and uh, i'm going to be uh, hacking away at it i've been meaning to actually beat this game and play it to completion and i'm starting my third playthrough <laughs> we'll see what happens but i'm gonna keep uh keep at it so you know i'm a big fan of the dragon quest series so you know it's like i put my money put my time where my mouth is as far as to sit down and try to you know play it and enjoy it you know see what all the hubbub is so that's me for this last uh playlist for the last episode from the last episode so des what else have you been playing what have i been playing buddy well mine was relatively straightforward uh definitely no man's sky i started up the expedition like you're saying and and uh it's it's interesting playing the expeditions again because they've they've added some new uh because of all the different changes and adding new stuff to it uh, uh the quality of life and, and it's been really kind of fun like I, i've really been having a lot of fun uh playing no man's sky again it's like comfort food if you're if you like if you like comfort food you know you're gonna you're gonna get a lot of you know mileage out of no man's sky also made some more uh strides in gotham knights uh i'm really enjoying that game uh people are you know still talking poop about it, it maybe not i mean i think it's kind of fallen out of uh the the news cycle so no one really is talking too much about it but but i i am enjoying it i really am liking the story so far i like the detective aspect of it um and it's fun it's it's not 
like I say for it's not Gotham, you know, sorry, it's not, you know, Arkham, the Arkham games. It's it's its own thing. And I really like I really like it so far. The only person that I've played with is Barbara Gordon. I am a huge Batgirl fan. So so that's who I've just been really wanting to to play with and play as is Barbara Gordon. And and I've been enjoying her her gameplay Uh, started doing some um, what's it called? Started doing some um, crafting uh, and going in and doing the the crafting. Um, I really like the combat. It's just a fun game. And I think this is going to be definitely one of the games that I that I beat. Um, And it's weird because each of the each of the conversations that you have uh with alfred and with everyone else is different depending on who you're playing as so i really hope it's not one of those things where where i have to beat it like four total times with each one of them to get something different i don't think it's like that and i really like hope and pray that it's not but um but at this point i'm really enjoying what i what i'm playing so far lastly uh was a new game that i that i just started playing i was looking over the sales because there's a lot of stuff on sale right now and um one of the things that i found was uh spell force three you know spell force three is a is a uh crpg uh you know like um i guess the closest thing would be like path of exile uh games like that you know where you where you command a squad of folks and you run around and you give each one uh like uh pathfinder you know the the pathfinder game so it's like that um so it's a trial version uh 30 uh, two hours and i put it in in order to kind of see what it was like you know and uh, there's three different campaigns you can do and all this extra stuff and i was just like okay but the problem was like the ui is just just bananas like i don't i don't get the ui or what it's like it's just seems so crazy right now and I just had to uh, put it down, and so I deleted it all, all, like almost immediately from my game, from my system. I was just like, "Nope, not gonna do it." So I played basically like ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes of it, and I was like, "Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't think I can take this." So, so unfortunately, uh, I will not be playing that uh, anymore. I might I mean I don't know. I might. I, if it if it comes on a a bigger sale next time or something happens, maybe I will. But I can't imagine me uh, uh, playing it because it was just so like soothing. So no, it's just so convoluted. Like there was just so much stuff uh, going on in the UI, and it was crazy. And and maybe it was just the time of night that I was that I was playing or or what. But I was just like, nah, I'm good. Like, the thing is... about that game too, it has RTS elements, which you know, especially with a controller, might not be the best. The you know, RTS would be like you know, uh, StarCraft or like Command and Conquer or two classic RTS games. So yeah, and I, I'm thinking that this might not be what I need to to do or to. I, use. I actually own this game, but I have not played it yet. It's the oh. my life. You can borrow it from me if you, if you really want to play it. How about that? Maybe. All I know is it's 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 a lot, dude. It's a it's it, it, it was a lot. Um so so I don't know. Um uh, but that's all that I've been playing. Um so Kev, buddy, what have you been playing, my friend? Uh it's just been Ragnarok 
that's pretty yeah, much you're into all it. I, that is pretty much all I've been playing. And it's uh, like I said last episode, believe the hype. This this game really is that good. I'm I'm amazed that like God of War has always been about like epic pieces. Uh, I mean the from the first ones on PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, PS Four, but when they they moved to PS Four, there's um or the 2018 one. I mean they did a they do a good job with the sense of scale, but they even amplify things with with the scale with the uh, big show pieces those that that demonstrate scale because. You know, without going into spoilers, just about everything you fight, with the exception of the most minion of minions, is bigger than Kratos. It's like wow. just about literally everything is is bigger than you, and, and like su- substantially bigger. Um, and it's just like you. It's like yeah, you you. They don't take away the the power fantasy of being Kratos, but it's even amplified when you're kicking the butt of stuff that's at least a foot and a half, two feet taller than you. And not not boss characters either. Just just like regular stuff you find you come across in the world. It's man. <laughs> And uh, story-wise, uh, they threw a curveball at me that I definitely did not see coming. That's all I'm going to say about that. And it's just, I'm, I've am i made it to, I'm getting ready to fight the, the big bad in the game and um, start that final scenario. And the only thing that I don't like, and it's the same thing I haven't liked about any God of War games in in any of the prior ones, is the puzzles. It's not because the puzzles are necessarily hard. It's just that it takes me out of the thing that I go to God of War for, or two things. One being the combat, and the other thing being the story. And... I know that puzzles have always been a part of the series. I know if they ever did a game where they took the puzzles out, people would, uh, uh, you know, uh, crap a bunion. But I, the I could definitely, I could really do without the puzzle stuff. There's a like every side quest is an environmental puzzle that you have to go through and figure out, and some of them. I did some of them. I wouldn't have mind. I wouldn't have minded doing, but I got to the point where it's like, oh, here comes another puzzle. Let me look this up on YouTube <laughs> and just just do the walk. So, okay, just show me where this stuff is, because it's like puzzles in games for me is just like, up. Oh, my brain just clicks off. It's like I I just want to kill things and beat beat stuff up. Uh, I I don't want to. I don't want to have to have to push levers and and pull chains and you know move things around and i i think for those that re- for those folks that that dig puzzles but don't want them overly complex it, to take them out of the game i think this that methodology works but for me as someone who is just like mostly 
95% of my gaming is action oriented. It just puzzles just really kind of yank me out of it, but everything else, man, is just absolutely fantastic. I, and really that's the only game. That's really the only game that I've played. <laughs> yeah, you've had a lot of fun then. Yeah. Yeah. I am 30 something hours into it. I did. I do a lot of the side quests. Uh, you get a you get a lot of good stuff doing the side quest. I just kind of you know do the walkthrough. I found a channel on YouTube, uh, non spoiler uh, walkthroughs for the quests. And if I feel like if I feel like doing it, then I'll just go ahead and look it up on YouTube on YouTube and run it that way. So, but that's the best part though, because because I think that's like. I like, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I like doing most um, side quests, but the side quests got to give you something, you know. That's that's always the the problem is sometimes you see a side quest and it just doesn't give you anything, and you're just kind of like, well, you know, that was fun, but but you're not getting anything for your um, for your time, you know. And and it seems like, you know, God of War has has given you you know some some a, basically a reason to to go through and 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 do that right well the best gear in the game you're going to get from doing the side quest okay definitely the best your your best the best armor pieces the best uh what do they call them relics uh which are kind of like the these extra abilities that you can do like i i got one where I can freeze time. So if I'm oh. getting if a boss is getting ready to bum rush me with some kind of unfamiliar combo, I can just activate the relic and he's frozen in time for a certain amount of period for you know for a certain amount of seconds. It's it's I mean that you get you get that in the main doing the main story, but mm -hmm. a lot of the other ones like there's these um and they're not spoilers. There you get this sword that can send out multiple images like after images of itself kind of like like shadow clones of itself mm -hmm. and it basically fights for you <laughs> it's almost like uh it's almost like uh like a cheat code in a way and you have to do a certain you have to do a certain number of activities of uh optional quests in all of them in all the realms and once you do that you have all the pieces of the sword and it's just like this redunculous you know cheat code <laughs> cheat code weapon that you can do that you can use you know um so all of the neat stuff is all the the high-end really almost uh what i would say probably almost like what you know like every video gear video that you and it doesn't matter what game oh it's the game breaking gear that you need to get to do this that you know if, if you played destiny or if you played outriders you know or if you played any game that that focuses on builds of any kind there's always oh it's that game breaking those that game breaking gear uh that stuff is is acquired in the uh optional quest so it's definitely worth your while doing 
I, I I'm just lazy and I just don't like doing this. I just don't like puzzles in my video games. Never have, never will. But mm-hmm. this game is just absolutely, absolutely fantastic. It's it 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 took the the bitter taste of Bayonetta three out of my <laughs> out of my gaming palate. And uh, yeah, I'm 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 just disappointed that is that is coming to an end you know just just i've just been absolutely enjoying myself with this game but that's really all i have been playing this past week um but uh since we're recording the day after black friday you know we wanted to just kind of find out let's just share with our listeners kind of some of the stuff that we were stuff that we got or or if we even did took took part in the Black Friday madness that takes place every year, the day following Thanksgiving. So um, I don't know. Let's go, Des. Uh, did you partake in the uh, madhouse of consumerism Friday? Um, unfortunately, I did not. I did not. Uh, well, I don't know if that's fortunate or unfortunate, but I did not uh, buy anything during Black Friday. I I sat and lived very vicariously through through you and um, Joe. So I stayed. I stayed. I stayed away. Stayed away. But again, a lot of that's because we've been traveling a lot, and we're we have another you know trip we're planning uh, coming up here soon. So it's just better to save the money. Um, so no, and I've got plenty of games to play and, and, you know, it's just, it's just when you, when you buy games, you know, when you want them, you know, it kind of makes it, you know, Black Friday is just the day to kind of like stock up on games. And, and so, I mean, I still might, cause there's still some, uh, Nintendo switch, uh, indie, indie titles that are on a super, super discount. You know that are supposed to be really good that are like two like under five dollars and stuff. So I might buy you know some of those games to play on the Switch because I really like playing the the indie the indie titles on the Switch. So I might do that, but again, I'm not like breaking the bank for, to to do any of that. So, uh, but no, I, I I was a good boy. I did not I did not uh, buy anything. So, but I know Joe did. I know Joe. You know, probably keeping the U.S. afloat with all the with all the money he's spending. He's having a good old time. He's like, "Yes, give me my, give me it. It's fun. Yay, let's have some fun." So, uh, Joe, what did you buy, buddy? Oh, I had some uh, GameStop credit still from those trades I did. We mentioned last uh, episode. So some of the choices, obviously. I mean. <laughs> It was a point that, uh, you know, I, I bought and thought about it later kind of thing. So, um, you know, after we kind of lambasted about Persona 5 Golden for PS5 being kind of uh, uh, not worth it for an upgrade uh, for people that already own the PS4 version, I looked at the uh, Steelbook, and the Steelbook is actually different from the PS4 uh, version of Persona 5 Golden. So I bought it and it was like 25 bucks at best buy so so it was well worth it to get my uh 60 frames per second if i play it so <laughs> but also picked up what goat simulator 3 because hey guess what it was on sale and i, I love them goats you know so 
Also picked up Digimon Survive at GameStop for 17 bucks. Um, I also picked up some PSN credit. I actually wanted to pick up more. A Dollar General, which I have never been to the store to save my life, was open on Thanksgiving Day. Poor people over there. They were open till 10 o'clock at night. And this basically is like a, I walk in, it's like a, like a third world Dollar Tree inside, you know, <laughs> like... Mm. Some of the lights were like kind of dim. You can like you know see uh, everything that was on these racks, but they were selling a PSN credit plus other credit for other systems, that kind of thing, for twenty percent off on there. But there was a particular pack that you had to get. You had to get a three pack of uh, a three ten dollar PSN cards, and they only had one left in stock. And of course, the other two locations were like across town and i couldn't you know pull myself to go across town to save 20 percent. i'm sorry but <laughs> you know it was worth it for the one amount i did buy um i also picked up uh this game called solstice which i shared with you guys on chat last night on here it was a uh game published by uh maximum games modus on here but uh, it is a uh, one of these uh inspired like devil may cry slash uh, souls games on here i know one of the reviews stated that it was kind of almost like a homage to uh like a classic ps2 action title so so for that i wanted to go and check that out uh i also picked up uh, life is strange true colors and uh last but not least as far as games i just I put myself on mute and walked to the mailbox because Walmart delivered my, uh, God forbid, Saints Row Steel Edition. So mm. I got the uh, uh. Saints Row Remake Steelbook. Uh, bless your heart. Bless my heart for keeping, uh, you know, Volition and Deep Silver in the mix. You know, I, mm. was, I wasn't I was going to buy it for 35 even though it's an exclusive Steelbook, you know, so on and so forth. But uh Good old my cookies and my browsing history. Of course, you know to save money, I registered with like you know such deal sites as Honey and Capital One Shopping. And of course, the Capital One Shopping, I got an email saying, "Get five fifty back in shopping credits from Walmart by picking up this item." And it's like, oh, hmm. it's it's the steelbook I was looking at. Oh, five fifty back. Oh, I get money back and it's on sale already. Oh, uh. so. <laughs> Like, uh, uh, like the uh. hamsters rolling on the wheel, and then it's like, oh, I could use my PlayStation Visa, and I'll get five percent back at the purchase price in PSN credits. Yes. Uh. So, yeah. Well, sure. at least you're happy. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. We'll see. We'll see once I start playing it, but you know, if and when. So. <laughs> And then I did pick up a new Switch uh, third-party controller called the Zen Pro Wireless Controller. So uh, this is made by the company called Gully Kit, which uh, previously uh, brought this controller under a different name. And, uh, you know, the uh, game that the name that they previously had for this controller was the King Kong Pro 2 on here. So, but this uh, particular um, controller does have some cool technology built in to it. It has like um, Amiibo support. It has two anti-drift joysticks on here that has magnetic sensors in there. So, so a lot of people were talking about this controller, at least online. 
on here and uh you know this supposedly does not have stick drift whatsoever and it seems like it's uh pretty well put together so so i'll have to see if i get some use out of it playing switch and also using it for um, pc as well so on there but you could check it out um if you're curious uh target's the exclusive retailer for this otherwise you have to you know pick up from your usual retail outlets including like amazon you know of course uh trying to think of the name of the Hong Kong retailer that uh, people pick up items at, but uh, definitely Alibaba. Uh, Alibaba, you got it. Yeah, so, but, you know, there's a, quite a few YouTube videos. It's like an explanation of the tech behind this thing. I know they're working on bringing this um, controller over to PlayStation and Xbox, but obviously they got to get the licensing for that to be able to do that, so... Um, but I'm kind of curious of far as its performance and see if I get some good use out of it. So, and that's all my uh, Black Friday gets so far. Um, I also picked up a couple of uh, books from Amazon. I've got uh, Batman Omnibus Part One and Two from the uh, Grant Morrison uh, kind of uh, you know anthology, if needed. All of his written works from the run of Batman he did. So. Which I don't, I've heard that's quite good, right, Des? Yes. Yeah, it, it gets kind of weird in some spots, but you have to kind of accept that with, uh, uh, Grant, with Morrison. Grant Morrison. So, yeah. but but enjoy. I, I, well, I know you will. It, it's a it's a his Batman stuff was pretty good. Yeah, I just picked up in the library today All Star Superman based on your recommendation. So, which one did you get? I'm sorry. All Star Superman. Yeah. Now that is a good one. So I'll be reading that first because I got to take it back within three weeks. So I'll definitely but let you know. But we good. talked about it and it's like a, a, um, a modge to like, you know, 60s and 70s Superman, which to me hits the spot because that's when I started reading comics. And I remember Superman just kind of being a little bit oddball as far as the books I've read. You know, I'm an old Silver Age DC fan in, in my heart, like, you know, Adam West Batman and 60s batman comics uh, with the kind of the uh royale with cheese approach uh, carmine infanto <laughs> pencils and everything and it hit, hit, hits hits at the core of my soul so so cool no, enough of that kev what did you pick up for your uh, black friday gets so i had some uh gamestop space bucks with the last trade that i did so all of my games i was able to get with i mean the ones that I'm mentioning now, I was able to get without any out-of-pocket expense. So that was kind of neat. And I still have um, money, GameStop bucks left over for um, to help pay for. It's not going to pay for them entirely. Uh, Need for Speed and, uh, 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 oh gosh, uh, that, that Dead Space, the guy that did Dead Space, the, the other game... Uh, something protocol I oh, think callisto it's protocol callisto protocol yeah uh so i got callisto protocol and uh need for speed the new need for speed game partially paid for with the credit that i have remaining but the games i got on friday was evil west uh sonic frontiers Gungrave gore and the Capcom Fighting Collection, which I had always intended to get around to getting that, but it just it just slipped into the slipped slipped <laughs> slipped past me. 
uh, when it first released, so I was able to get those. I also have um, Atari 50 on the way, and um, I also, they had on, on uh, PlayStation Network, they had uh, Shadow Warrior 3 um, on discount for 19 so um was able to pick that up and uh but the i guess the the neatest thing that i have is the victrix pro fs which is the uh hitbox style uh, com- uh fighting controller awesome yeah that's a pretty good one I picked up Shadow Warrior three too, but uh, God, uh, there was a key reseller site that was selling it for three bucks for Steam, so it's like I had to get it. And how was that? You know, I mean, what you were like, I gotta get it. It 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 it's, it, it makes me happy. <laughs> I already own the Shadow Warrior one and two on Steam, so it kind of makes made sense. So. Mhm. Mhm. But yeah, the uh, this Victrix controller, man, this is a. All of the fighting controllers that I've picked up, I mean, the packaging on this thing was really, really nice. It it comes with its own nylon uh, travel bag, comes packed in it. The um, it's an aluminum. It's got an aluminum chassis, and all of the bezels, the edges are smooth. Which that was the one thing that kind of bothered me about the hitbox i mean i love the hitbox i think it's a great controller but because it's a it's a rectangle it's a cube uh you really can't rest your your hands and i have kind of sort of big hands and you can't really rest your hands on the edge uh without the uh the bezel kind of biting into your palm uh, the Victrix that that does that doesn't exist. It's it's the chassis is much wider than the Hitbox, um, and the area where your hands are going would rest. There, it's kind of like they design. They took some design cues from like an almost like an ergonomic keyboard, as far as how the chassis slopes, uh, the area where your palms are going to be resting slopes. Uh, those edges are rounded, so you're not going to, nothing is biting into your, into your palms or anything. Uh, this, this controller is just like, it, it, it's really premium. It's really premium stuff. Um, uh, I, I, and I'm re- this is, and the thing that I, the, and the re- the main reason why I bought it is because, it has a uh, PlayStation UI controls built in, which unfortunately the Hitbox does not. And hit from I'm checking out their website. I don't know when Hitbox is going to get around to adding uh, PlayStation controls uh, to their controller, and it just makes uh, navigating the UI just all the easier. You know, you're not having, oh, what does this button do? What does that button do? And I mean, yeah, you can get, it's something that you can get used to, but you can actually open up a chat and plug in your 3.5 millimeter uh, headphones, if that's what you use, which is what I use, directly into the Victrix controller and open up a party chat 
and just like you would with any other licensed, you know, PlayStation controller. It's all, everything is just right there. Uh, little command center is right there above your your buttons. So, and it's also got LED lights that you can program, so they can be on all either on all the time. They can be uh, be tripped by every button press you do so it could be like a little light show or you can turn them completely off uh, and uh, mine came with uh, I got the one in purple because I just wanted to be different but it comes in white and I want to say they've got a black one coming but all the buttons are black which I'm I'm assuming they're going to paint the buttons uh, and have the uh, the buttons be a different color Otherwise, that could be a little bit difficult to see, but I think they have a uh, a black one in the works uh, at some point. But uh, I'm really impressed with Victrix. This is my first Victrix product, and uh, they're on the they're on the level with um, with Quanba, in my opinion. Uh, 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 it, it's just just a really really well put together product so uh going to be jumping it back into my fighting games very very soon so i'm happy about that but uh that concludes my best friday my best friday black <laughs> friday get. it was your best friday you got some, yeah. you got some stuff <laughs> yeah yeah um the other thing is that uh it it, it the the Victrix is not cheap. Um, I was thinking that I might be able to get that it might be on some uh, Black Friday thing, uh, and I waited. And the first round, the first round of uh, product that came into Amazon sold out. Victrix website themselves, they sold out as soon as they got them in. So I was like, oh, because I didn't think I'd be able to pick it, get it again till after the new year. But um, uh, I got a got a notification that Amazon had them back in stock, and I didn't want to didn't want to wait, <laughs> so, so mm-hmm. I I grabbed it. It is three ninety nine. Hmm. Uh, so for those who three dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh no, yeah, yeah, it, oh, the, yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> As the old saying goes, you get what you pay for, um, and um, yeah, you I it's it is probably a bit much. Uh, you know, again, if you're not a fighting game, I mean, if you're not a fighting game fan, you're probably not buying specialized controllers anyway. Yeah, but sure. um, if you if you are a fighting game fan. And you're looking, and you want to convert from stick to hitbox style, you're not going to find anything better. And you might as well, you might as well spend the money and get everything, uh, unless you're going to build your own, because that is very possible. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not that talented. <laughs> but, mm. uh, but yeah, this this Victrix controller is it's it's the bee's knees, man definitely in my opinion it's worth the scratch so but uh that is what i have been doing for my black friday get so with that we're going to move on to our next topic on our docket that being the main event 
All right, Dez, you got the mic, bro. All righty. So for this episode's uh, main event question, we asked, the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X slash S are two years old. Happy birthday. Uh, what are your thoughts so far? Uh, what do you think of the software and or the hardware so far? Have they fallen, met, or exceeded your expectations? Let us know, and we'll talk about it on our next show. Well, it is the next show, and let's talk about it. So uh, Will D on our Discord says, from the perspective, from the perspective of someone who mainly games on PC, the consoles are fine, although the PS5 is ginormous. But in a way, the PS5 almost becomes a piece of art. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, the Xbox Series X reminds me of a mini PC. Ultimately, game optimization is the main issue. Yep, and it, it, I think it always will be. You know, how are the games looking? Uh Oh, how are the games looking? How are they performing? Uh, how fast do you load? Stuff like that, you know, to make to make it, you know, better for everyone involved. Uh, John BT on Discord says, I am biased, but I think the PS5 has really done well. There have been some amazing exclusives uh, to PS5, uh, to, to PlayStation, like Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Final Fantasy VII Integrated, Ratchet and & Clank, and God of War. Uh, and I agree, I prefer them to drop the PS4 support so that they can be even better. Agreed 100%. It does seem like uh, it does seem like the PS5 versions are really good. As for Xbox, I don't have one. But my main question is, where are the games? I think a lot of people who own um, uh, Xboxes are, are saying that. you know. And unfortunately, they're all on Games Pass. There you go. Have fun. Uh, also, because you asked on the show, I'm really excited that Remedy announced that Control 2 is in the works, uh, but I'm guessing that's two to three years away. So for now, I will just wait for the uh, wait for the Alan Wake 2 and hope it has some crossover stuff like Control did. So uh, what John is referring to is uh, one of the news articles that we had in our last show. Uh, spoke about uh, Control 2, and he's a huge uh, Control fan and an Alan Wake fan and and how they're all connected and stuff. So that's what that is. Now, if you want to know more about that conversation, uh, definitely check out our last episode. Uh, Crucial Chase on our Discord says, plainly, PC. So I guess he really likes um, potatoes and crackers, I guess. So that's fantastic. I, I, I... you know, I like potatoes and crackers too. Uh, <laughs> Personal computers are great. I yeah. am for the win. Yay. Fatos uh, or Jason on Twitter says, honestly, it's hard to judge the Xbox without bringing in PC gaming. How fluid they have made Xbox and PC gaming. To me, it feels like one and the same. I get to play with so many more friends uh, the way we each choose to play games. Fantastic. And lastly, Captain Mike M or Mike M on Twitter says Xbox slash satisfied with the console itself. Disappointed that they can't get any uh, rhythm with releasing quality first party games like the ease of use with memory. PS5 uh, satisfied too. Disappointed they bungled their uh, version of GP and uh, and can't get their uh, PS3 uh, back catalog to work via downloads. So backwards compatibility. Yeah. Oh, backwards compatibility. So, I mean, it's the same thing <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I think everyone who 
who came in and, and gave us their, their information or gave us their thoughts, I think you you all kind of hit it on the nail. I think at this point, for me personally, um, PlayStation uh, Five has just been uh, really good. It's been a really good console for me. I really enjoyed it. Um, I I have both, and I, I I think that out of the two, PlayStation Five is just it just it just hits it out of the park uh more than uh than Xbox does um in its in 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 its its games uh the way it runs um just everything about it for me uh works now again i have a i have an Xbox uh S not an X so i'm only speaking from that uh from that um from that space so i'm not buying first party games if there were any on xbox um i'm mainly playing downloadable content and the um and their uh game game pass um stuff so for me it works um it works well enough um but at this point it'll my mind will always be playstation um and and after two years i have not regretted buying it at all um every game that comes out you know i not every game but a lot of the games that have come out really enjoyed um so i it's just xbox for me 100 um now regarding what uh jason on twitter said regarding xbox and pc gaming my experience was different with that and maybe it's just because i was i was uh i, I don't know my, my pc to xbox and, and working on playing on the PC and using the Xbox uh, game pass client just did not work for me. I don't know what it was or, or what happened. I just have not it, it, the way it synced or the way it worked. I found it incredibly clumsy. Um, and I just did not, it was just, it was just not, it was not enjoyable for me to, to play. So, so I just had to basically, you know, put that aside and then go back to steam and so yeah. I only play anything when I play the PC, any PC games. I usually play it through Steam and or uh, Epic or or some some other place. I, I generally do not play it through through the PC version of of uh, Game Pass or or or, or the or the or the or the PC uh, uh, launcher on my on my uh, on my system. I just, I just it just doesn't work. You're gonna say something, Joe? Yeah, no, I mean, I've, I've kind of gone back and forth, especially I was playing Dragon Quest Eleven between the PC version on the uh, Xbox client and uh, playing on the console. And it actually works pretty well, you know, at least in my mind, as far as mm. how I've experienced it, because the uh, saves kind of move over seamlessly between uh, both platforms, if need be on that so if you're mainly a pc gamer i kind of see like you know like you know we referenced eric bouchard earlier in the show uh, during our playlist section but he has totally ditched the console altogether because everything that he plays on xbox he has access through xbox games pass so basically um he found it for himself at least that the console was kind of redundant and i think fadios the same thing with him in this comment on that because of the fact that i know jason put together a computer a couple of years ago and i know he mainly games on pc and he's able to still party up with people that are on the xbox and to be able to you know uh, play all those game pass games that offer the uh, back and forth between xbox and uh, pc 
versions of the game and be able to play multiplayer so on and so forth it's uh you know i could see where it's beneficial you know and if i was more of a pc gamer versus a console gamer i would probably take more advantage of it for sure so yeah. Uh, well, uh, that's a really good segue into into your answer to this question, Joe. Um, what are your thoughts? Are you satisfied? Do you want more? Did you finally sell your Xbox? What's up? And as far as the systems, um, PlayStation Five, I'm pretty satisfied with. I think two years down the road, I know that. Uh, you know, can you can you give me some themes for God's sake? I mean, I hate to say be a damn broken record about it but it's like you know ps4 had all these different themes you could select from and, and put your front dashboard in and i have no theme selection on this so far and so it's like come on i know we just barely got folders but uh you know um you know I, at the start i'm pretty satisfied but you know i know that there was some kind of jankiness with the whole ps4 back compat on some titles and you know as far as connecting external hard drive but everything's kind of Pretty seamless. I like the fact that there is choice regarding getting extra storage. You know, a lot of people looked at um, having to install the, um, you know, the extra hard drive space in the form of a, a stick, you know, having to open the case. Oh, my God, I'm doing elective surgery or something as it being a detriment. But uh, I know Captain Mike M commented, too, that with Xbox, it seems it's pretty pretty damn simple with the memory card but the problem is you're dealing with proprietary prices as well on that but uh um you know overall i'm pretty satisfied with the ps5 i think the controller um itself the dual sense is satisfying i do like the um haptic feedback i do like the um tr adaptive triggers as well on there you know i kind of grow to expect especially playing a game on the ps5 that i'm going to have some resistance uh depending on some games on the triggers uh, based on how the programmers kind of went in and did their thing uh, with how it's implemented um, as far as the os itself i do enjoy um, when i'm using headphones as far as the um the tempest audio uh, that they have set up uh, i think you know it's pretty damn smart of sony on that so overall I, i'd give it pretty high marks uh, series x um for what it is i mean microsoft engineered it the all heck and back uh you know pretty much the dashboard is great you know the games when they do come out i mean i kind of look at my xbox as more of a system to play exclusives on that system on there i know some people are the opposite where they're viewing xbox as their primary and playstation to play the exclusives but i'm looking for exclusives from microsoft in this case and i'm not really getting a lot of games in my particular wheelhouse i don't play a lot of service games so sea of thieves and state of decay don't really tickle my funny bone you know i think forza horizon has been decent enough um halo is okay you know but uh I'm looking for something beyond Halo Gears and, and Forza. I mean, I'm just not there for it. I mean, I want them to innovate a little bit more, you know. I wish Spellbound came out, but that's a whole remnant of Xbox One generation on there. I wish that uh, they were just working on developing new titles, you know. So, you know, they do great with the Games Pass. I know they gather exclusives on there, but it's like... 
when the selling point is the fact that it's free because of you have a Game Pass subscription versus the quality of the game that you're playing, it'd be a whole uh, different story, you know. So, yeah, it just seems like, uh, you know, this holiday season, Pentiment's getting a lot of, uh, you know, good words. And I'm kind of there for them to use Game Pass as a platform to be able to bring out some of these, like, kind of oddball games that they wouldn't normally bring out. Uh, but, you know, as a system itself, I mean, I just don't get any use out of, out of it. It's just I want more to play. I'd go back and maybe play some more Second Extinction. I know I enjoyed that. Um, you know, what else have we played on the system? When The Ascent first came out, you know, we enjoyed that for a little bit. Uh, and uh, I can't really think of any other, I mean, Grim Dawn, but, you know, that's from a super small developer, you know, so it's like, uh, I'm just wanting more. I'm hoping 2023 kind of brings more on the Xbox side of events, too, so. I agree 100%. I really hope that Xbox returns to their former glory. And I know some people will say, like, they never left, uh, you know. Yeah, but it's kind of hard, but they're cannibalizing their physical portion of the market i go to stores all often because we detail on this great show but it just seems like no physical xbox games sell anymore and so it's like almost like well they don't i know it's like i saw that a lot of the bigger sales were like scarlet nexus physical was like 7.99 and it's like no one bought it you know it's because it was on games pass or if it's not on games pass people just kind of play the the waiting game unfortunately with a lot of these or you know the big big get mlb the show every year is on games pass but they still have physicals and of course what gets discounted quicker than all else it's the mlb the show <laughs> on disc because who's going to buy a game on disc when it's on Games Pass? You know, I saw Halo Infinite for clearance at Costco for like 20 bucks. <laughs> so, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think next gen Xbox will probably ditch physical altogether. It would make sense for them to do so. Ugh. I mean, you're right. But at the same time, I'm like, ugh, you know, ugh. Yeah. so uh all right uh kev buddy uh what are your thoughts overall i'm i'm happy with uh playstation and what they're doing with the five i think and and it just boils down to games i mean features and services are all fine and dandy but if you don't have games to validate the purchase that you've made then you're doing it wrong and that is something that Sony has been successful in, in my opinion, in getting landing first party, landing exclusive second party deals, making the PlayStation uh, a value, you know, the, 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 the buzzword for the day, <laughs> the value. value. Right, to my gaming experience. And, yeah. you know, are, are there things that are that I don't like about it? Um, I guess it would be nice if, I could, if they're, if, well, I think they kind of shot themselves in the foot with their PlayStation Plus restructure. Um, I think they should have just called it Platinum uh, Gold and Bronze. That, that would have just been really easier. Um, I'm not really 
I'm not really worried or disappointed in the PlayStation 3 conversion, you know, or having it being stuck to streaming because the the cell processor is just a gift that keeps on giving and that was a uh, uh, a bad chipset it was good in some ways but it was bad <laughs> in just about every other everything else uh particularly when it came to future uh PlayStation consoles and bringing your library forward but that's really it. Everything else they've been doing has been has been rock solid so far. Uh, I honestly don't have anything to complain about. I'm getting ready to close out what may very well be the best game this generation. And I know this generation is only two years old. But God of War Ragnarok is phenomenally good. It, you know... Just, you know, it, it, it's sitting right up there with, um, you know, with, with, with Jin Sakai's story in, uh, uh, in his game, and I'm having a brain fart. Ghost of uh, Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Ridiculous. I, I mean, we all know what these first part, the, what these first party games are. If you're looking for an adventure, narrative-driven graphic tour de force then you in a in, from a console then you have to have a playstation it, it's that's just the way it is on xbox i'm disappointed and uh i don't really understand what xbox is doing they're not giving they're not giving me games you you launch a system with no first party exclusive. You launch a system with its biggest selling point. Oh, look how great these Xbox One games look now! And oh, you're bringing you're gonna have all your old Xbox 360 games to play. Oh, by the way, here uh, give us five hundred dollars. Give us two hundred and fifty. <laughs> So you can experience the same games you done played last generation and the generation before. Now with this brand new hardware and you give me a controller that hasn't really changed since the since the Xbox one. You know, it's the same damn controller. You just add a you just added a, 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 a social media button on it. Same damn controller. I. It, and really, the Xbox controller has it has it, its best version was the Xbox 360, in my opinion. Though those clickable shoulder buttons suck, their triggers are are okay, but overall, I I just feel that the 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 Xbox series is basically just Xbox 1.5 in a lot of ways i'm not really getting anything new a damn sure ain't getting any new games <laughs> which is which is you know which is the reason why you buy a console but um 
I'm dis. I'm really. I really hope that they make a change. I mean, for Black Friday, I did buy an Xbox game. I got Sonic Frontiers on Xbox, primarily because the GameStop I was at was sold out of the PlayStation version. I said, well, you know, I. This thing is sitting behind my TV and not doing anything. So at least it'll play Sonic for me. So, mm-hmm. so you know. It, I don't have Game Pass because Game Pass is a service that does me no good because most of the games I've either already played or don't care about playing. Uh, They have not given me a first-party game that makes me want to subscribe to the service. So, yeah, I I don't know. I'm, I'm longing for the days of the original Xbox and the three, the, or, Xbox 360 before they came out with Connect. And that Xbox is no longer is no longer around. And you know I I just wish that company was back because the Xbox used to be my preferred console platform. The original one absolutely was and to a certain degree the 360 because if it wasn't for the the fact that they were put together with the durability of a kindergarten macaroni art piece <laughs> i didn't mean laugh at that but that's pretty funny <laughs> it it it, 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 it probably it probably would have maintained it its its status as my preferred platform but they they were a driving force in the industry. They pushed PlayStation and Nintendo to do better. And as much flack as I give Xbox now, you can't take away how they started. I mean, they, they really did bring some innovation to the console space. And I just wish that company was still around. And unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, it's not. And unless there is a substantial turnaround in leadership, I don't expect that company to ever come back. And um, for me personally, this will probably be my last my last Xbox product. Um, If I don't see games that's really what it it boils down to i'm sick of forza i'm gears is i'm sick of gears now because four was had was bad and five was absolute trash story-wise i don't play the multiplayer so i you know that's not going to entice me and halo i was never really that big of a halo fan but looking at what i'm hearing from people who are Halo Infinite 343 has just flushed that franchise down the toilet. So if they can't get their act together, uh, this I, I really hope they show me something in 2023. Um, I don't I don't know what they can show me in 2023, to be honest, because it's just been so long since this console has been good. It has really been so long, in my opinion. And you know, hey, if Game Pass is 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 your jam, then hey, more power to you. I get it. But 
Um, I need games. I, I need games over services any day, any day. So that's where that's where that's where we're at. That's where we're at. Two years since these consoles launched, in my opinion. Yeah. All righty. Well, thank you to everyone who took the time to answer our questions, and thanks everybody for for you guys, uh, you know, taking the time. Uh, for our next question, and this is for episode 190, uh, our question is, what video game world would you like to visit and why? Is it the Mushroom Kingdom? Do you want to go to Hyrule? How about Raccoon City? You let us know, and we'll share your answers on our next show. Okay? So, um, and with that, you know what time it is, boys and girls. It's the Jabroni Gaming News Time. Thank you, Dennis. Okay, first on the bat up is uh, the Trials and Tribulations, a bit of retailer GameStop. So uh, I was just talking to Des earlier today about this, but um, last night or early this morning, basically, um, if people were logging into their respective GameStop accounts on their website using their web browser, and you're able to see someone else's order information with their entire address exposed and what they ordered on here. Uh, basically, and if you've gone into your browser to refresh the browser, uh, you're able to see another order with another user and their full address in the last portion of their so, uh, credit card number that they used on the order. So, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, one uh, Reddit user commented, every time I refresh the website, I could see someone else's name, phone number, address, order history. It's like a cycle of four to five people. I, you know, and they try to go in. People try to go and clear their credit card numbers. Um, they tried to go in and update their address, their birthday, because you can put your birthday on there, too. So, and, um, you know, um, one other user added, you can view the digital currency codes as a sense the verification code to your own email. My friend was able to view a full credit card number by clicking on a card, but the site reloaded quickly after that. So uh, one Twitter user claimed that they're able to cycle through multiple account profiles by refreshing their page on Saturday. So um, scary. GameStop's website was tripping out and kept hopping me between a couple of dozen different profiles. The name at the top of the screen kept changing. The items in the cart and the pro reward points. I thought I was being hella hacked, but the GameStop app seemed to be stable. So, so we have no comment yet from GameStop. But yeah, um, <laughs> if, you, if you do have a, a profile with them, I went in this morning and I removed my um, default payment method on there because I did have a credit card saved on my profile. And actually, because I've been having issues with all these different apps like Honey and uh, Capital One uh, rewards as far as in my browser, I actually had to go in and go to um, a like incognito, like a cookie-less browser to be able to log in and be able to finally you know, do the things I needed to do with the account on there to kind of do the do. In fact, right now I'm trying to, I'm logged in according to my uh, Chrome browser and um, I'm not able to log out or get to my account on here so i'm gonna have to delete my cookies or do something here to you know do what i need to do but i wound up uh, taking care of business quote unquote but you know it just kind of goes to show you that 
this whole thing uh, with GameStop, I mean, it's like a deck of cards. And it's like, uh, I don't know, it's viability, you know, the whole issue with their stock going up and being, you know, elevated by Reddit and everything. <sighs> Every time I go in there, it just seems like it's just a, a, it's a Spencer's Gifts with, like, uh, some games <laughs> on the side, you know. It's just, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know... I, I hate to say it, but video game retailing is not exactly in the, in the greatest of spots, at least on the um, U.S. side of the fence on there. So it is not 100 you know, percent, and it's sad. Yeah. I got a uh, Best Buy, and like all the games that are on the floor, basically behind the counter or in the back, you know, they don't put the full selection of titles out there for you to peruse as far as what they have. You know, sometimes I go on the website, it's like, oh, we we have this game in stock, but it's not out on the floor, so. How is anyone that's going to go to a store really see what the stock is if all the stock's now on the floor? They just don't have enough space to display everything that they have in the back. So that's the reason why they're cutting shelf space down, basically. So on here, I noticed that at least Walmart has a decent enough shelf space, but I know Target's gotten rid of their um, in cap with uh, games as well. So, I mean, pretty much video game retail is like kind of going the way of the dodo unfortunately so you know i think they're Sad. still going to be physical in some way but i the days of you going in and, and looking at the um old school toys r us wall of titles to go and grab out of the security booth <laughs> mm. it hasn't been like that no that's been gone that's been gone yeah so you know, it is what it is, but GameStop, get your act together. Any of you kid gentlemen, are you, I mean, I think about the three of us, I order and dabble with the GameStop website more than you two combined, probably. So. You do. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't use it. I don't use it at all. I don't mm -hmm. use it. I don't even, I don't even reserve games through the app. I just go in store and do all my business in store. Probably, well, it's easier for me because I'm literally five minutes drive away from, or well, that's an exaggeration. I'm probably closer to like seven, a seven minute drive from uh, a store for is uh, from where I live. So going there is not an issue, but things like this, yeah. Um, yeah, I got no problem shopping through Amazon or Walmart or buy, but GameStop, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, I roll the dice sometimes. It's like I pick up like coupons sometimes on my profile for online purchases, and sometimes the coupons don't work. It's like there's like uh, just all sorts of bugs and issues with the website, and it's just really not worthy of a retailer of their stature, you know. Mm -hmm that it needs to be managed way, way better, and it's not. So it's just a, just a damn shame. And we'll have to see if they've, from all this business, because I bet you dimes the dollars, unless they're taking the task for it, you're probably not going to see anything come of this. So hopefully mm -hmm. there'll be a class action lawsuit with the people's information that is leaked and shown on the oh, web. Oh, gosh. So we'll have to take mm. a look, you know. Imagine if your entire full physical address is on the website for everyone to see that you ordered, like, whatever. Like, the couple of orders I've seen, like, someone ordered the Apple, Apple gift card, Nicholas Bush from Mesa, Arizona, which, you know, I already have some of his information here. Uh, sorry, Mr. And then uh, Mr. Lucas here ordered Sifu. 
good for you. That's a, that's a good game. Yeah. But he paid five ninety nine for shipping. Oh, that's so bad. Ugh. For shame. For shame. So, so, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, looking at this uh, Mario 64 thread, it's like, okay. <laughs> man, oh, man, oh, man. Yeah. So. I mean, digital stuff, you know, people love it. And, and being able to... Uh, being able to use the internet and use stuff to buy stuff, you know, is great, you know, fantastic, but it's just things like this you gotta watch out for because it's scary, you know. All right, and next news story I want to discuss, it's kind of come up again, it's like bubbling up like a, a flaming hot turd that won't go down the toilet. It's the... Uh, Microsoft Activision merger and all the vetting process that's occurring mm-hmm. right now, especially in the U.S. and in the U.K. So there's statements going back and forth, uh, basically uh, Microsoft putting themselves down, saying that Sony's better than them at certain things. And then, of course, Sony coming back and making a statement saying that they won't be able to compete as a company without Call of Duty uh, being out of microsoft's hands and so yeah there's a lot of like uh, basically a uh, lot of uh you know lobbying back and forth on here uh, microsoft admitted in a brief saying that they admitted that many playstation exclusives have better quality than those first party experiences on xbox so um okay. their response so they're admitting that, their first party is crap is that is, uh, that's that's the excuse now? Oh uh, yeah, the statement from Microsoft. In mm. addition to being the dominant console <laughs> provider, Sony is also a powerful game publisher. Sony is roughly equivalent to the size of Activision, nearly double the size of Microsoft's game publishing business. Sony's exclusive first-party franchises, including God of War, Last of Us, and the recently acquired Destiny 2, are described as iconic. Uh, there are over 180 exclusive first and third party titles on the PlayStation in 2021, nearly five times as many as on Xbox. Later in the document to prove that the merger would have no anti competitive effect, Microsoft states Sony has more exclusive games than Microsoft, many of which are of better quality. So, Yeesh. <laughs> so basically, the whole purpose of the Microsoft statement is to try to build up Sony's curb appeal that way they could say that their um merger with Acti- activision is uh, basically not going to be a detriment to sony's business so they're trying to prove yeah. the fact that sony they needed to compete as all the cheddar they have all the cheddar already they yeah, got all they the needed, cards like i said they needed to compete like we need this in order to be better in order to in order to in order to com- compete with you know sony and i'm like Okay. <laughs> Wait okay. A, so then, then a Sony comes back. Market cap. You've got a trillion dollar market cap. Why can't you compete without buying up the entire freaking industry? Because they're Sony. Sony's just too. It's too buco. It's too. It's too much. Kev, you too know, much. It's Steve Jobs was right, man. I it's mean, that interview he did. I don't know what was that. But gotta be what, fifteen twenty if not more years ago when he said that Microsoft is they just have no creative ability they have to buy their way into everything that they get their hands in just true <laughs> I mean it's, I mean they're saying oh well 
Sony has these first party games and, and we can't compete. Have you ever had, here's an idea. Start making games. Can, can we, can we do that? Can we work with the, the studios that you've already got going? What happened to the, the initiative? Anybody heard from them? Uh, who? What's going on with them? The, 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 the quadruple a studio that they were supposedly had this brain trust of the, you know, the greatest minds in gaming development were supposed to be a part of this. Uh, who is this again? Uh, <laughs> called, yeah, you talking yeah, about? I heard the initiative. Uh, yeah, they. No, no, I'm, 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 it's a joke. I've heard of it. Just, <laughs> everyone is kind of like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, I've heard of it. It's just, this is people. People just like to forget stuff every so often. I've... Like, what was this? <laughs> Who was this? Huh? Yeah, we, uh, there's other other statements by Microsoft stating that. Um, both Sony and Nintendo's exclusive first-party games rank amongst the best-selling in Europe and worldwide. And they talk about that also that Sony has entered into arrangements with third-party publishers which require the exclusion of Xbox from the set platforms these publishers can distribute their games on. And talk about Final Fantasy VII Remake, Bloodborne, Final Fantasy XVI, and the Silent Hill II Remake as examples. So, But hey, guess what? You know, you're, you're paying the bill. Guess what? You get the keep that title on your platform exclusively and you know starfield yeah. coming up is going to be xbox exclusive elder scroll 6 is being hinted at as being xbox exclusive so i so. i don't get it i don't i don't i i don't understand i really do not understand i mean i don't play call of duty so this isn't going to affect me at all but the numbers don't lie call of duty and, and really Microsoft would be stupid to pull Call of Duty away from PlayStation, considering the the number of copies it sells. It, yeah. it, it, it's it's not buying a publisher is completely different than buying a studio. It's completely different. You're buying, and especially a studio. I mean, a, a publisher like Activision that has a bajillion and one different IPs under its belt, but the primary concern here is Call of Duty because this stuff does a billion dollars a year or more. <laughs> you know, it's always the number one game for months to come, you know, and then we then the next one comes out and people say, oh, it sucks, it's terrible, oh, this is trash, and number one. <laughs> Across all platforms. Sony has come back, and this is their statement. So now they're stating how, you know, how insignificant they are to the call oh, of the juggernaut machine. So Sony has claimed that Xbox Activision deal could hurt developers and lead to price hikes on here. So this is their part of their statement, okay? Uh, they basically said that uh, Sony expressed confidence that the regulator will conclude that the merger is likely to result in a substantial lessening of competition and therefore should be blocked on here. So Sony Entertainment uh, SIE is confident that the CMA's phase two in inquiry will confirm that the transaction is likely to substantially lessen competition should be prohibited. They go on to argue that Call of Duty is irreplaceable and that Microsoft's ownership of it would tip the balance of power so heavily in its favor that ultimately PlayStation might not be able to compete. Oh, no. 
Microsoft would control irreplaceable <sighs> content, which drives user engagement. Post-transaction, Microsoft would control Activision content, which drives eradicated times as much user engagement on PlayStation than all of Sony Interactive Entertainment's best performing first parties put together. So they're saying that all PlayStation, a lot of first party titles that user engagement with the Activision's content is uh, with Call of Duty is way more than all of them combined. Well, yeah, here. because they're they're single player games. Yeah. You'd expect that. Yeah, I mean, no. they're, I mean, it, it, they're not lying. <laughs> I know Microsoft has said that it's offered Sony a deal that would keep the Call of Duty series on PlayStation for a decade, but Sony's come back to argue that. Post-transaction, Microsoft would have the ability incentive to exclude or restrict rivals, including PlayStation and PlayStation Plus, from having access to Call of Duty on here. According to Sony's statement, uh, the CMA gathered data showing that Activision and Microsoft's games account for 30 to 40 percent of all minutes played on consoles in the UK. If Microsoft were to gain sole control of Activision's content, Sony argues that consumers competitors and independent developers would be harmed their statement this is like kind of the craziest statement of everything in the midterm a significant number of playstation users will likely switch to xbox and or games pass faced with weaker competition microsoft would then be able to one increase console and game prices for xbox users increase the price of games pass and reduce innovation and quality so it also mm -hmm. added that Microsoft's foreclosure strategy would lock in many consumers to Xbox, including exi existing Xbox users who play Call of Duty and those switching from PlayStation to play Call of Duty. These locked-in users would be then less likely to switch in response to any uh, competitive actions on Sony's part on here. So this would effectively prevent Sony from competing for the business of a large portion of console gamers, reducing its incentives to invest. So... No, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 just it's. I it's don't understand all, all why you like, have to spend eighty billion dollars to get games that were coming to your platform anyway. You could have spent a hell of a lot less money doing what you used to do: get paying for exclusive deals, getting maps first on your platform, getting you know whatever. Just I mean, they used when Xbox was great. That's the stuff they used to do. Uh, I, I think Sony's um, little thing, it's all just, I think, a lot of uh, aluminum foil on the hat. You know, basically <laughs> a lot of uh, doom. You know, it's like, oh, my God, like Call of Duty is going to, this merger is going to ruin everything. I don't know what you feel about all that. I think, I think, lot, lot I think you can't you can't underestimate the popularity of this franchise, even though I don't play it. Yeah. You know, just like I don't play Fortnite, I'd be stupid to uh, to underestimate the popularity of of that title. Yeah. Likewise, you are talking about a franchise that annually on the low side generates a billion dollars a year. A billion dollars a year. And if you're going to, if you're, if, if Microsoft is going to come in and say, okay, we want it, we want to go ahead and we want to buy this publisher, you can't tell me 
that at the end of the you don't spend eighty billion dollars to make keep things the way they always were. If that's what they're doing, then they're then 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 they. The, I don't understand how they became successful by doing stupid moves like that. You do it because you want to secure lockdown and IP or technology or what have you and make it exclusive to whatever platform you're pushing. And in Microsoft case, it's game pass. And then they could come back and say, well, no, we're not denying uh, call of duty being on PlayStation. Call of Duty is everywhere that Game Pass exists. You want to get Call of Duty on your platform? You got to get you you got to make arrangements to have Game Pass be available. That's and, what it all boils down to. Yeah. Last but not least, Activision yeah. has come to make a statement about all this business and their CCO has said that the company quote unquote won't hesitate to fight to make sure Microsoft is successful in acquiring it. So I'm sure she won't because she already knows how many zeros are going to be on that check that she's going to get once this deal closes. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, I'd be fighting for it too. <laughs> and according to her, this merger will benefit gamers in the U.S. gaming industry, especially as we face stiffer competition from abroad. So a lot of this is, you know, God forbid I mentioned the prior president, but, you know, China, you know, as far as. Fighting against she, Tencent. She's got and her own private stuff. island already picked out, bro. Yeah, you damn right she's fighting for it. Mm. <laughs> the island's in the stream. That is where they are. So, yeah, and, you know, of course, there's, like, even rumors in such lauded um, websites as Politico. So it's talking about what the FTC is likely to file an antitrust lawsuit to block the merger. So I'll have to see whether that is, comes to fruition and, you know, whether, you know, good old Joe Biden's administration and, you know, maybe we'll see dark Brandon come out of the woodwork, but who knows? You never so. know. I mean, Elon Musk might buy it. I'd be even better. Yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk buy by Sony. That'd be horrible. No, but Activision Blizzard. So. You know, no, I'm just saying he buys Sony and he's just like, you know, we're going to make it great. And they're like, oh, Lord, you know, well, that's a story that just keeps on giving, I guess. So we'll have to see what happens. with. I guess. Guys. Yeah. All right. And next thing I like to talk about just to kind of came up this last week was CD Projekt Red has finally showcased the Witcher 3's next gen update. So if you do own a Xbox series console or a playstation 5 the uh, free updates going to be released in mid-december uh, of course uh, you are getting this for free if you already own the witcher 3 wild hunt on there um, it's going to have you know dozens of visual performance and technical enhancements over the original including ray tracing there's going to be faster loading times on consoles and a variety of mods that are going to be integrated into the experience on there so and they talk about having support for uh also fsr 2.1 dlss3 on here and uh, improve screen space reflections improve foliage so you know i'm going to study the grass from the last gen to the current gen version of the witcher just to see just you know for my own informative purposes on here you also get an alternative camera option that will bring you closer to the action quote unquote a photo mode, the quest fixes, and you get DLC inspired by the Netflix series. 
on here. So uh, there's also cross progression. It'll be able to carry over your save from platforms uh, on there. So you know it's all in all best at value if you really want to play more Witcher Three. <laughs> I, I can't. It, no. <laughs> I haven't played the game yet, so I don't know. I've been kind of waiting for this uh, uh, reboot to even think about loading it up and checking it out, possibly. So, mm. well, what's your opinion of the game, Des? Uh, you didn't like what, what you played? Or no, what? it's not that. I played the second one, and I and I played a little bit of the third one. It's just now's the time to play it. I mean, I don't know what you're waiting for. It's like all these, you know, I don't know. I mean, like it's a great game. You know, for what people say, I haven't played enough of it to 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 do that. I just I don't know. I just <laughs> just play it now. Like, why are you waiting? Like, it's it's been super cheap for forever. And and like, are you waiting to play the super the greatest mode? It's like, just play it. Yeah, yeah I got other things to play. I'd rather play it with the uh, remake on PS5. As well, have I waited this long? Why not wait another couple weeks? So. Have you ever played around with Witcher 3, Kev, or you have any opinion of it? I did. I didn't like the combat, so I put it away. Got it. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of how I was, too. <laughs> Love these hashtags on this news article. Fantasy, nudity, open world. So. Yeah. The, the And another thing, your weapons wear out. And you want a great way to turn me off to your game? Give me weapons that wear out. I, yeah. I guess it kind of sort of makes sense considering what the who the Witcher is and what he does, and you know what's needed to deal with certain stuff. But there's nothing like being in a, a getting caught up in a group of I can't remember what the name of them things. These things that live in the in the on the side of the rivers, like they live in the mud. And they pop up, and I had to wipe out a bunch of them. And you had to use, like, that silver sword to kill them. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and my, my sword just literally breaks in the middle of this fight. So I couldn't complete the mission because I couldn't kill them. Because <laughs> I didn't have my silver sword. And that just that just irks the hell out of me, you know. Mm so but yeah i heard the story is really good but um but I yeah I, watch I, the netflix series if that's the case then so nah i'm good all right they got rid of henry cavill you know so even if i even if i wanted to look at it check it out you know the next season he's not gonna be in it so it's like yeah did they have another actor cast for that particular? Yeah, movie? they got another. They got another guy, but it, it's a uh, Chris Hemsworth's brother. Yeah, like every from what I've heard, you know, it's just, you know, I don't know how close it sticks to the to the to the books or the games because I've never read the books or played and played any of the other games. So, and people are saying it, it's, you know, you just want to see, you know. Uh, naked elf girls then watch The Witcher 3. Uh, you know, watch the Netflix Witcher. You know, it's it's like, okay. Whatever. <laughs> All right. And last but not least, my last news story for this episode. Um, got a small update for uh, the game that we talked about that's been in development for a while. It's uh, this game called Lost Soul Aside. 
on here. So this is being done by you know, a small group in China, a part of Sony Interactive uh, Entertainment's China Hero Project on here. Um, basically, they've um, been working on this game since uh, 2017, and uh, they have a team of about 40 people working on this game now, but uh, it's an action RPG on here that we talked about before in the past on this show. It looks like a very combat-rich game, something that's kind of up your alley, Kev, uh, on there. And uh, like I've always liked the looks of this game, uh, but they have um, had a trailer just shown as far as the most recent trailer, and they announced that Sony Interactive Entertainment is going to be publishing this game worldwide for uh, this team on there. So they're going to bring this game out under the SIE label on there worldwide on there which is kind of good that sony's supporting these smaller developers if need be uh with a uh, worldwide release uh, any thoughts keb did you get a chance to watch the trailer yet or i haven't brought the trailer but i have been i have been drooling over lost soul aside since i played it at uh, that psx i don't know what how how many years ago that was oh in san francisco in san francisco that's been a while so and and it started out as being developed by one dude one guy started that and um you know i'm glad that it's it's being sony decided to pick pick to to pick it up and here's the thing this is also some of the stuff that xbox used to do Back way back in the day. That's a great way to get games exclusive to your platform. And you don't have to spend $70 billion. <laughs> you can. You can like help. The next you know these up and coming. Game developers that have a great idea. Bring it to your platform. Lock it down. Publish it yourself. You know. That's. I'm just putting it out there, you know, save yourself a few billion <laughs> and actually yeah. be able to get games on your system. I looked at places that was places and experience 2015 in San Francisco. So it's been that long. So. Yeah, man. It's been a minute. That's a long time. Yep. So, yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye out for it. Hopefully it comes out sooner than later, maybe sometime in 2023 on there. We'll definitely put the trailer up on our Discord channel just so you can all check it out on there. So um, it's, and being on our Discord channel is something that you'd want to do if you want to partake in one of our game nights. So our game nights are on Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern time, 6 p.m. Pacific. We usually party up on Discord, and sometimes, you know, Kev will join. If he's coming home from work, he'll be cooking. He'll be picking up some food. But, you know, we're all, whatever you're doing, if you want to hop on Discord to join us, uh, we mainly play on PlayStation. But like uh, mentioned in our playlist section, you know, if you have another console, we have no problem, like, either picking a game that has, you know, multi-platform support on there, uh, cross-compatibility, you know, that cross compatibility that you know xbox gamers fought so hard for you know so and uh you know so on and so forth so but we're definitely interested in playing with you uh definitely come and check out our discord uh where can the fine folks get our discord kev so they can check us out um, and if you've heard something that you uh, want to respond to or even you yourself would like to be on our show you can check us out 
at gamingvessels at gmail.com. If you're interested in joining us for game night, want to join our Discord, and I highly recommend it. You get all the great gaming discussion without the uh, nonsense that typically goes on with in social media. You go to Twitter and check us out at Gaming Vessels, G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. Click the link that's in our page and you are immediately joined up in our Discord server with a bunch of other like-minded, uh, when I say like-minded, I mean people that just enjoy gaming discussing games, uh, talking about their gaming accomplishments, their gaming acquisitions. And we also post new uh, news on the daily in our Discord uh, in our Discord. So we try to keep up to date so we can, you know, if you want to know what's going on in gaming on a day-to-day basis, we do post the links to various news sites in our news feed. So it's a great way to stay up to date as to what's going on in the industry. And uh, with that, uh, oh, before we close out, a special thanks to everyone that participated in our main event. So big thank yous to Will D, John BT, Crucial Chase, Fadios, and Captain Mike M. Big ups, big thanks to you guys for uh, interacting with us and answering our main event question. As I always say, Without our listeners, that those those interact with us either on Twitter or on our uh, Discord server, we're just three old dudes yapping yapping into the internet ether. So, with all that said, that's going to bring episode one eighty nine to a close. For Des, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka the Cat Daddy, aka that. Gamer Stepdaddy, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise known as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. I am Shonuff71, a.k.a. Digadulamite. Uh, purple bling bling, y'all. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> mm. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Episode 194, your ears. Peace!